Thanks for joining me. I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 on Learning. Now more than ever, making time for whatever brings you joy has become vital as it can improve your quality of life and enhance and protect your mental health. Many of us seem mired in the stresses of the day. I always like that phrase, stop and smell the roses. There are amazing things happening all around us. One thing the pandemic has done is to force us to stop, to look and see and do things differently. Recently, we asked some families what they noticed brought them joy in these times that they may not have taken the time to see before. One mother mentioned the joy of being home from work to watch her toddler take his first steps. She said that she was overwhelmed when the whole family cheered him on. Another spoke of enjoying pillow fights. Lego dates online with grandma were mentioned and even enjoying popcorn and a movie together on the comfy couch in the living room. In this episode, we welcome Gina Pignatello. Gina is our K-12 Senior Vice President and Chief Academic Officer. She has a passion for this subject and wants to share some ideas about experiencing joy. Welcome, Gina. I hope to bring a smile uh, to your face and that together we can focus on how we're finding our joy. Have us all question, are we finding joy and are we making it a priority in our lives, especially with the shift in what our day-to-days look like right now and what our new normal is for right now. We may not have joy at the top of our minds. And I hope today that you'll leave realizing that we do need to make joy a priority. Why are we talking about joy? Why? This is a passion of mine, and I hope you walk away with that same passion today. Small moments of joy can have really big effects on our overall well-being, our physical health, believe it or not. Joy can have an impact on that, as well as our social, emotional, and mental health. One of my favorite authors over the last couple of years when I discovered this book, Joyful, Ingrid Fatelli, really talks about the importance of bringing joy into our lives. But she highlights that joy is often overlooked, especially in challenging times like we're in right now. But stress is to us that it shouldn't be overlooked. We should make it a priority. Joy attracts. So when you're feeling joy, you attract others to feel that same joy. It's almost contagious. This is the really good contagious thing we want right now is in joy. It helps to sharpen our mind when we're in a joyful mindset. We can, we're better at our decision-making when we're feeling less stress and more joy and happiness. It opens us up to new ideas when we're in a mindset of joy. It also helps us change our behavior. You know how you feel when you're not necessarily in the right mindset or having uh, the best day. Shifting that mindset into joy can really help your overall uh, well-being and changing that behavior. It strengthens our relationships. I know we're all a little cooped up in the house with our social distancing and it can get a little tense sometimes. Your kids are probably arguing the way mine are cooped up in the house or you maybe had an argument with your spouse. But if you bring joy into that, you can bring the strength and positivity back to those relationships. And finally, joy makes us more resilient. And resiliency is really something we need at a time uh, like we're experiencing right now. When we focus on joy, happiness will find us. 
So why, you know, now more than ever, we need to focus on joy, but why? But there's real science behind this. Positive emotions, feelings of gratitude, love, confidence. It strengthens our immune system, believe it or not. There's this, the physical benefits of that. It can protect our heart against loss and trauma. It can help, we talked about building relationships, increasing resilience. I love this quote from Psychology Today. Based on studies that have already been done, if a drug company could patent a happiness pill, we'd see ads for it every night on TV because it really is those old sayings of laughter is the best medicine. It really is. And there's concrete science behind that bringing joy, happiness, and laughter into our lives. And it's also a result of connecting with others. So how do we do that, right? We're being told the social distance. We're all being good citizens and we're following that so we can do our part of flattening the curve while social distancing. PBS NewsHour had a great talk with several psychiatrists and psychologists, and they talked about making sure we're all very conscious that social distancing doesn't mean social isolation. Kids probably know that even better than we do, how to connect virtually, but it's so important that we don't isolate ourselves or our children during this time. So again, we don't want to confuse social distancing with social isolation. Having that sense of connection and feeling of community is essential for hope and healing. And we need to make that a priority. And there are so many creative ways that we can make sure that we are, again, maintaining our social distance, doing our part to, to flatten the curve, but staying connected. Technology is a great friend in this environment. We're all here today uh, in this virtual space. You can leverage a tool just like Zoom to connect with your friends, with your family. I was talking to a friend who they've just moved their weekly book club into Zoom. They're still connecting as a group, having you know that connection in a little different way. They're not around someone's dining room table, but they're still connecting here and keeping that normalcy. You know, think about having that evening FaceTime chat with grandma or aunts and uncles that are across the country. Set up virtual play dates for your kids so they can still connect with their peers. Schools across the country are making this a priority as they shift to e-learning and distance learning in this time. And they're figuring out ways where students can stay connected. And we really need to make sure that we make that a priority. So let's take a look at how. How can we continue to make that a priority? I love the Mental Health Foundation put out ways in which you can embark on acts of kindness during the coronavirus outbreak. Just Google acts of kindness during COVID-19 and it'll start to really warm your heart and the ways in which we can find the silver lining and positivity in, in this time. Here are some of my favorite random acts of kindness that really bring joy to all. TV presenter who launched an online art club for kids and ways for kids to take that creativity and what they're making in their homes. And I've seen some incredible artwork being done. I, maybe many of you have seen the create the mosaic stained glass in your driveway and the kids have the chalk. So this TV personality went ahead and created this online art club for kids for them to connect and share. People are using apps like Nextdoor to offer up help to those in their neighborhood saying, you know, hey, if you're one elderly or you've got compromised immune system and you need help and we can go out and get some groceries for you, let us do that. And those small acts of kindness bring that smile, that joy, that connection during this time. 
I love the images of seeing communities figuring out how they can give drive-through meals to students and families. I have seen on my own personal neighborhood pages, people posting up food pantries in their driveways. They're setting up a simple card table at the end of their driveway and saying, I've got extra canned goods. I have an extra bundle of toilet paper. Maybe I have extra diapers my baby's grown out of. If you need this size, come. And they're putting it up at the end of their driveway so we can maintain our social distance, but still connect and help one another out during this time. Simple things like having students make cards to distribute out. We know, especially our assisted living homes, nursing homes, they're really hunkering down and unable to have visitors and that connection. Think about how kids can make those cards and send them off to brighten their day and to bring joy. But does it really matter? Does joy really matter? Is this really worth focusing on during this time? Yes. And so let's talk about a little bit more science. On an emotional level, we all know when we feel joy, uh, we feel euphoric, we feel content, all those feelings, positive feelings. But again, scientific level, there's neurotransmitters where we feel joy and that chemical messenger that sends that through our neurons. And my science experts out there are probably like they could say this better, but I'm channeling my inner scientist here processing our feelings in every aspect of our body. And so there's that physical positivity, or I should say the physical effect of feeling joy. So it promotes a healthier lifestyle. It boosts our immune system. It helps you fight stress and pain and supports that longevity. And so let's talk about that third bullet, that fighting stress and anxiety. This is a time of uncertainty and all of us will process that differently. It's completely natural that we are feeling stress, anxiety at times, and that might come in waves. You might be feeling it differently than your spouse than your kids, but knowing that something as simple as bringing joy and happiness into your life can help you battle that. What a simple thing that we can all do to overcome that stress and anxiety. And let's talk about learning. We're all embarking on, or many of us across the country, e-learning, virtual learning for the first time. It's something that we do every day. And so we're really comfortable with it. But we also understand that for millions, this is something they've never done before. And it's really important that while parents are out there trying to become homeschool experts, e-learning experts, teachers who have never taught a virtual lesson before or trying to figure out how to do that, it's really important that we keep rooted that the joy of learning is as indispensable in study as breathing is in running. While we're trying to figure out how to deliver the best biology lesson or reading lesson at home and virtually, Let's make sure that we're focusing on keeping the joy and excitement in learning as well. We know that no one is better at finding the joy in new situations than children, right? That is the beauty of their innocence and their youth is that they can take any situation and find joy in it. I'm sure if you are a parent and you have children at home, they have come up with some really creative ways to find joy in this time. And so let's leverage that. Let's leverage that innocent skill set that allows them to just find the silver lining. And let's help them do just that. Love this quote from Albert Einstein. And it is the supreme art of the teacher to awaken joy in creative expression and knowledge. And let's think of 
all of us have ta- are taken on the role of teacher in some capacity, right? Parents are wearing that teacher hat they didn't think that they were going to be wearing just a few weeks ago. And so let's awaken that creative expression and knowledge. And here's some ways that people are doing that. I loved seeing this from a Pittsburgh Montessori school. The teachers went out and trying to figure out, even with her young pre-K students, how can we still stay connected and as a family? And so she asked them to create and post a color wheel that they had made from found objects in their house. And I love the quote from this parent who said, my boy's mood immediately shifted when I showed them the post and their friend's interpretation of the ask. And so what a way to connect, what a creative way for these beautiful students to take objects in their home, but still staying focused on learning. You just can't underscore that parent's quote of what it did to the moods. And imagine as they're seeing each other's posts on Instagram, the smiles it begins to bring to their face and the joy. We also saw People's Elementary School, I think this is also in Pittsburgh, they encouraged, the principal went out on their Facebook page and and did a, a beautiful video reassuring her school community that they matter. They all matter in this time and none of them are forgotten even though they can't be together. And she challenged them to post their pictures and videos with the message you matter. I would encourage you to find their Facebook page because there are so many heartwarming videos of students, of families sending messages to their peers and their community that they matter. We're thinking of you. We're here for you. Posting messages in their front windows. So as people drive by in their community, they can see that they matter. It just was a really such an inspirational way to make that connection as a community. Leverage music to bring joy. This is one that's near and dear to my heart. Those that know me know that music is really my outlet. It's one of those when people ask me where I find my joy and where I focus and prioritize my joy, it's music. And seeing our students find creative ways to continue with that outlet of music and share it. There was one post where a group of kids put a concert on for an elderly woman who was quarantined. They walked down the street, you set up with their cellos and they played a concert for her on her porch and others in the community were walking around and hearing that. Students continue to showcase their talents via social media. Maybe that performance or concert isn't going to happen in the auditorium like we expected, but we can still find a way to connect through music. I'm finding musicians that are offering virtual couch concerts. I will admit I watched multiple couch concerts this weekend. Some well-known names out there performing in concerts, some up-and-coming artists out there putting their craft. My daughters and I were sitting around watching a streaming couch concert on Friday. It was a way to bring us together as a family and bring joy and that outlet that we love. And the performers were overwhelmed that someone that all these people were on Facebook Live listening to them in real time. So there are so many creative ways that our, our kids are leading the way on we can bring joy and happiness during this time. Well, I really appreciate you joining us for a quick chat today. And I I hope you're all going to walk away with remembering to make joy a priority, to make laughter and happiness a priority in your everyday, taking out some of that other noise and just making time for those those good old things that put a smile on, on your face and your family's face. So be well, take care of one another. Thank you so much for joining today. I really appreciate it. Go out there and find your joy. 
Thank you for listening to K-12 on Learning. To learn more about K-12's tuition-free public online schools, the Destinations Career Academies, or the international and private school options, go to k12.com. We invite you to subscribe so you can join us next time for K-12 on Learning.